Okay, so we're just going to get right to it. Monday, June 20th still. Here's my solution for our problem with the elections. So, we have our choice between evil and evil. Always. We just vote for the lesser of the two evils. Always. We never vote for somebody. We vote against people. That's what we do. I will tell you, in first go-round, I voted for Trump. And I actually voted for somebody. And this last time, I got to thinking about it all. And when we go to the primary election, where each party gives us their candidates to choose from, and we choose a candidate from their list of candidates that suck, and we're stuck with it. I mean, okay, I'm just going to throw it out there. My governor, okay? I do not want to reelect my governor. I don't. But the other option is not acceptable. And he won the primary. So, I mean, it's either vote for him or the other option. And the other option is no, no. I'm sorry, but Francis is not going to be in charge of my state. <laughs> Please, California people, skip this election because you don't know what this state is like. If you haven't lived here for a while, you don't know why Francis isn't our governor already. <laughs> or somebody like him. So please don't do that to us. But, I mean, the other options, not much better. But that's what we're given. So what do you do? What do you do? Well, why can't we have the option of none of the above? You, you go to your primary and they give you three people, four people, 16 freaking people to choose from. And they all suck. And the very last box is none of the above. And if three quarters, of, you know, whatever, majority, three quarters, whatever you want, votes none of the above in the primary for that particular office, then they got to go back and try again. And they get one more go at this. And if none of the above still comes back as, you know, the winner, then sorry, you don't get to run a candidate. I mean, that may be a problem later, but it may not, actually. It may open up the door for somebody else that would not normally have gotten votes to come in and actually represent. So why can't we get in none of the above? Why do we have to take what they give us? I mean, good Lord, who are, who are they going to get next time? Who? If Trump decides to run, I mean, we, if Trump decides to run, everybody knows that he's going to end up winning the Republican vote, okay? We all know this. I don't care who, where you are on the Trump train. Just accept that, okay? Accept that. But they're going to try to pit people against him, which is going to divide us even more, and that's, you know, whatever. Just expect that. That's coming. And probably something really major in, like, September. The October surprise, November surprise. No, it's going to happen earlier. 
and likely is going to is going to probably cause people to mm, very close to the election is when we're going to start noticing things again i think but i could be wrong i'm hoping i'm wrong anyways um none of the above also i think term limits are in order but i don't necessarily think that they should be out of the running forever after a certain time like you may like your congressman fine he can run twice then he's got to set out he can run again in the next election cycle and if he can get himself elected kudos to you dude or chick or whatever you identify as happy healthy unicorn of goodness it's not me today it's not me today but so anyways you can run twice senator sits for six years a congressman sits for two so two terms and then you sit a term out somebody else has to do that job for at least one more term and then like i said if you're good and you really represent your people and they want you back they'll vote you back in your next time you run but you gotta set it out one time every two terms because this people being in office forever and ever and ever and ever is not working people are uneducated when they go vote Okay, you, I mean, people vote for the incumbent and they're like, oh, I voted for the incumbent. I mean, they've been doing the job for this long. They must be doing a good job. Well, no, they're being reelected because of people like you. We're trying to get them out of office and these people are like, well, they're in the incumbent. They've been doing the job. Let's just let them keep it. And we wonder why we're where we are. Or, you know, this guy, you know, that's running for my senator he he likes the same kind of skateboard that i like that's so cool i'm gonna vote for him please don't just don't just stay home if that's what you're gonna do because you're ruining it for everybody and maybe you're wanting to ruin it for everybody i don't know i mean i i do i know people who specifically vote because they just want to mess things up and they say so <laughs> it's like great thanks for that but we need term limits. We need them big time. And while that is not in the original Constitution, I, you know, the Constitution gets amended and it gets amended constitutionally because the Constitution tells you how to amend it constitutionally. And it's really not difficult. It's really not difficult to understand. And there's a couple of different ways to amend the Constitution. But it was designed to be amended, if necessary. The Bill of Rights, unfortunately, is untouchable to you people. Fortunately for us. I mean, they're trying, but it's a Bill of Rights for a reason. Those don't typically change. I don't care what the ding-dong says. It is absolute. It is absolute. So anyway, we go vote in November with the choices we're given. And we got one side, evil, wicked crazies. 
and we got the other side of evil wicked crazies it's just one extreme to the other and meanwhile we're all in the middle trying not to get labeled as terrorists for voting I mean what the crap this is America hello I can vote how I want I can say what I want I can think what I want. I can believe what I want. I can tell you what I believe. I can lie to you. It's not illegal to lie unless I'm under oath. I didn't get up this morning and swear an oath to tell the truth to anybody. You know, I've mentioned before, I can tell you fairies are growing in my garden. Growing. On tree and little stems in my garden. And, and if you, you know, plant something, it'll grow too. And I'm not hurting anybody by telling you that. I can say what I want. I can vote how I want. But I try to be an educated voter. Yeah, I try not to be irresponsible with my words, but, you know, sometimes I'm irresponsible with my words. I have to be responsible for free speech, okay? I get it. But you gotta be responsible with your vote, man. Know the laws. Know the procedures know the, the things you're not allowed or supposed to be you know you have to know these things because the voting volunteers they're not going to tell you you're going to see poll watchers tell you all kinds of things they've seen happen at polls from other poll watchers you have to be smarter than they are when they hand you a sharpie, you need to hand it right back and tell them, I can't use this on my ballot. I mean, those ballots got thrown out because they were done in a sharpie. And that was a specifically a Republican county. So you know how they probably all most voted. Okay. And all those votes got thrown out. So technically those people were disenfranchised by the system that gave them a sharpie knowing that they aren't supposed to use a sharpie now it does say on the top of the ballot do not use a marker permanent marker use a pen or pencil only it, i think it's pen only actually <clears throat> it specifically says do not use a sharpie so if you're not reading your ballot that's your fault you're the one that's being dumb I mean, look at your ballot. Make sure you got the right ballot. Because I've gotten the wrong ballot before. Like, this isn't my ballot. Like, this is the wrong... <laughs> completely wrong congressional district and everything. I mean, what the heck? And Oh, well, we printed the wrong. Yeah, I bet. So, I don't vote for every race. If I don't know the candidate that's running, I skip it. You don't have to vote for everybody. You don't have to vote. I showed up once and voted for the president only. I didn't vote for anything else. It was an off election year for the governor, so I didn't have to vote for that. There was no senator. It was just other stuff. And no, I'm not. I wasn't interested. I didn't know anything about the candidates, and I'm not going to vote for somebody I don't know anything about. Because that's dumb. Because then later, people come in and say, oh, well, he's had the job for four years. We're just going to keep him in there. Oh, God. Mm. So, anyways, we need term limits. We need better uh, educated uh -oh, voters. I'm working on that one. 
I'm passing out soon constitutions with the 27 grievances and on the other side, the Bill of Rights in very simple eighth grade terms so that everybody who reads it can understand why, number one, why we declared our independence and number two, why we have the Bill of Rights and why they are all there and what each one means and why each one is important. The Third Amendment may mean absolutely nothing to you until healthcare officials show up at your door and say they're going to live there for a week to make sure you're following the rules. Then the Third Amendment is going to come in pretty freaking handy for you. Also, the Fourth Amendment will come in handy for you there as well. Do you know what that one is? The Fifth Amendment, the one that keeps you from incriminating yourself, that one's important as well. Everybody needs to know these things, especially if you're voting, because the people you're voting for are supposed to uphold this document. You can go to you can go to most sheriffs and ask them if they know one word of the Constitution that they swore an oath to uphold and protect, because the sheriff's department actually is sworn to uphold the Constitution. You'll find many sheriff's offices across this country did not conform when they were told to conform by their governor because they are upholding the Constitution. They were doing what they were elected to do by the people. The people elect the sheriff in, I think, most places. I guess all. I don't know. They do here. I don't know how it works in other places, I assume. I made that assumption. I don't know. But... I'm pretty sure everybody does votes for the sheriff. So the sheriff represents the people, meaning representing the people, meaning what the people are desiring you do, you do, as long as it's within the, you know, constitutional law. Again, really freaking simple. We've made it all so difficult with laws and extra laws and extra laws on top of laws that we don't enforce. We just keep electing these people to keep doing this. We got too many laws. We got too many officials. We got too many people. You know, they're all wicked and evil. And if they aren't, they become so. And if they don't, they get chased out. Canceled. Thrown in jail. Pardoned later. I mean, whatever. Take your pick. It's a big circle. One side is against us, the other side makes us think that, oh, we're the savior and hero of your day, and they're probably, no, they're no better. I mean, you guys look up, go look up G-E-S-A-R-A, go look it up, and you tell me. It's N-W-O, only completely opposite, only the same. And that's what the other side is wanting. Go listen to my episode about the Georgia Guidestones and tell me that's not terrifying. Because that's what that other side wants. Either want evil control or, you know, kumbaya control, but still down to 5 million people population. How are we going to do that? <laughs> it's like 90% of the planet. Okay. You got to vote better. I mean, I, I don't even understand what's going on right now. I mean, we've got... A ding-dong mashed potato signing treaties. I mean, they're like, fraud vitiates everything. Does it? Does it vitiate a war? Does it vitiate a treaty that we've been, you know, I, I don't think it does. Some things can be reversed, but not everything can be reversed. 
and I know 81 million people strong is not the truth. But there are some people out there. Like I said, you, you, you had another choice on that ballot. And we vote against people all the time. You didn't have to vote that way. And I'm, I try not to be judgmental. Oh God, I try not to be judgmental. I'm being judgmental again. Oh my God. But until the majority of those people open their eyes to see, you know, what actually they are voting for, we're going to continue to do this. Okay, I'm sorry, I got interrupted just now. You don't know, but I did. And now I forgot what I was saying because that's what happens to my brain. Oh, yeah, voting for the other party. I mean, wouldn't it have been great if 81 million people just said, screw you and screw you and voted third party? <laughs> Man, how the world would have just come crashing down and just... I tried, though. I tried. I pushed it, but nobody was really on board with that. Maybe we'll try again one day, but I don't think this is the election to do that in. Not this one. We all have to, you know, how we all have to vote. We have to vote like we understand now what what we're going to get if we don't vote the right way. (laughs) And I freaking hate that because I don't want to always have to freaking vote Republican. Or vote anti-democrat. I mean, why? Give me somebody to vote for, please. And the regular people that want to run for office, you know, some of them are actually winning their elections, like at the local levels. And that's really where it all starts. And I suck. Okay, I preach to you guys all the time. Go vote, go vote, go vote. Uh, My bad. I did not even know we had an election this last time because there's so freaking many right now. And like I said, we are not an educated people. I am. I'm not even. And I'm trying to help myself and you guys be educated. And I missed the election. (laughs) So, I mean, and it was not like a grand, great, big thing. But I mean, there was one runoff on there that was pretty important because when you really come down to it, runoff elections are decided by a very select handful of people. Because we had three different runoff elections for our mayor. I think it was our mayor the last time around before this one. And every time the voter turnout was lower because people didn't realize there was another, you know, another election because they don't like throw that out there for everybody to see. So fewer and fewer people got to decide who was the mayor of my city and I actually showed up for those because I knew they were happening because I was actually like on top of it that's how I learned oh my god we have a lot of elections like every month there was one and it's like oh my gosh really again yes again and again and again and again (laughs) over and over and over and over until we get it right but anyways We need a none-of-the-above option. We need term limits. If we don't get those two things or one of those two things, this problem is never going to be fixed. Ever, 
ever. And we will vote ourselves into oblivion. And we will just keep showing up like cows to vote, even though they've already decided, you know, whatever. <clears throat> We're just going through the motions. Like Mark Twain said, if our vote really counted, they wouldn't let us do it. He's not wrong. <laughs> He's not wrong on that. So, anyways, ponder on that. Think about what you would do to fix the problem. You know, go to my Facebook page. The link for this show will be in the group there. It's Unmuzzled Podcast. And you can comment there because I don't know how to get comments here. I'm just going to be honest with you and tell you I don't have a clue how to work this thing yet. I'm still waiting for my microphone and my audio stuff to, you know, be ordered so that I can sound semi-professional. <laughs> I mean, it sounds okay, but, you know. Anyways, comment. We need to have discussions. We need to figure stuff out, and we need to figure it out really fast. 